0: what's going on what's going on everybody it is will here that's casino over there uh we are back second episode of the week uh we are here with our a lot of shit on this week's show we have nfl predictions for week six nhl predictions for the season mlb playoffs celtics coach draymond green russell westbrook a college football a bunch of stuff casino how you doing today before we get into all that
1: Doing pretty good, pretty good. Um, Excited for tomorrow. We're doing a game night with uh, us two, our wives and a few friends. So besides the excitement
0: for that, I'm pretty normal. And I can't wait for the boys only, uh, what is it? Oh, dang it. I just forgot that game name. What is it? Twister? Boys night Twister? (laughs) Boys only Twister edition? I can't wait for it because, you know. Can't wait! For some reason, (laughs) that was the one game you were like, "We gotta play this. We gotta play this. Boys only, boys only." And I was like, "Okay, fine." Cabinet. I've been waiting for it. (laughs) Yeah, but let's. uh, (laughs) We have no time to dilly dally, and we've already started to dilly. Uh, Let's just jump right into Week Six Casino. And even though we don't want to, we have to touch on last night's Thursday night game. We did picks off air over the. Uh, over our messages and you pick commanders i pick bears you won barely because the bears lose the game on what a half of a yard short at the goal line like that but that game man these thursday night games will we have one good one this entire season i don't don't think so
1: um and
0: i totally won that pick
1: off of a coin flip i literally i literally flipped a coin for the win yeah. I said I flipped the coin before the night, and I was like, you know what? It's gonna be Washington. That's what the coin said. So
0: and I literally just picked the opposite of you because I need to make some traction in these picks. So whoever you picked, yeah. I was just gonna pick the opposite because I could make a case for either one. Well, and after you, you we saw last out. night's game, I mean that would that proved to be correct. Uh did you also see? I guess really the only thing coming out of that game is the the goal line thing, which I mean that's just shit luck that's that's uh how you know you're having a losing team this season where you just come up short like that but did you see the controversy coming out of this game which was ryan fitzpatrick after the game said that justin fields isn't a pocket passer and he should lean more into running because that's what he's better at and for some reason people are giving him shit for that
1: well fitz fitz magic on on i've watched a lot of his commentary on the on the table He's not good. No, he's not good. He's he's so bad. not.
0: But I mean, that's not a bad take. No, it's not a
1: bad take at all. But he, he just needs to go. Just just get rid of him. Yeah. But general. that
0: whole that whole Thursday night crew is just weird. Like you have the Kirk Herbstreet who's doing like NFL games, and he really doesn't seem like he knows any of the NFL players except when he obviously talks about them in college and stuff. I don't know. It's weird, man. That whole yeah. setup, I don't like it. But yeah, that game, uh, nothing nothing really coming out of that. But this is, this is not even a sneaky good week of NFL. This is like the best week of NFL. We have a lot of games. Oh. Let's start right off the bat, which I think is not even a sneaky good game. This is just going to be a good game. Uh, the Ravens and the Giants the giants obviously being the shocker this season being four and one against a Ravens team that every week they either look like the best team or they give up a giant lead. So they're three and two who you got in this one casino.
1: I'm going to pick the Ravens. I still have Lamar Jackson as the MVP candidate coming, coming out of the league
0: over Josh Allen.
1: Yes, I do. All right. Um, what was our, our, my biggest thing with him? And I said that he's an okay quarterback above average, but it was always about his passing. Well, he's crushing it this year with his, with his passing touchdowns. Um, he's got 10 or 11 now. Um, he's, he's doing very, very well. I'm picking the Baltimore uh, Giants. That was the best game, Daniel. Last week was the best game Dan Jones has played in his career. And he played hurt with his ankle. His shirt was swollen. I just don't see him repeating the best game of his career um against baltimore that's simple as simple as can be
0: yeah i think i'm in agreement with you i think the giants defense they're ranked 12th right now in the league they have definitely stepped up more than the offense we've talked about this multiple times Daniel Jones had the outlier game last week where he played above average but this offense runs through Saquon Barkley both figuratively and literally so I think the Ravens well we haven't seen anything from their defense their defense is ranked 28th in the league they're one of the worst rush defenses is defensive in the yeah defenses in the league so they really don't there's no reason why Saquon Barkley shouldn't have a career day against this defense but I don't think the Giants have enough offense to compete with the Ravens offense right like the Ravens Correct. offense is uh one of the Lam- best well, in the it, league
1: well it's and it's because of Lamar Jackson Lam- Lamar Jackson has over a third of their points so
0: yeah well he is their offense much like
1: Barkley is the Giants you're not going to stop the Giants aren't going to be able to stop him he's played better defenses and still lit them up
0: Um, yeah the Giants aren't going to be able to handle it well and the Giants collectively as a unit are good but I don't know if they have that one standout guy that can you know pinpoint and take out Lamar Jackson if you're going to QB spy him or try to contain with your linebackers or safeties right I just don't think the Giants have enough firepower to compete with the Ravens and enough on defense to stop the Ravens so I'm in agreement with you we're both picking Ravens next up a less interesting game but still something here where we have the two and three Jaguars traveling to Indianapolis to challenge the two two and one Indianapolis Colts who you got in this one casino we um, just on, I'm not
1: giving up on Lawrence yet. I'm going to pick the Jags. Um, I know that's an underdog pick, uh, Indy is minus two, which is not saying much. Um, no, especially at home. I, I think I, I just have a feeling that Lawrence has to have a good game or he's done again for this season. I think this is his pivotal game. Um, yeah, it's in like, it's Indy. You, you can have, again, we've talked about, it. you can have one, one maybe two bad games, but you know, you can't have a stretch of them. And I think if he loses to Indy, there's your stretch. So I think he has to win today. And again, it's not all in the quarterbacks, but he needs to start uh, commanding his team a little better.
0: Um, Yeah, I agree. I'm going with Jackson. I am actually going with the Colts. I think that what they've like, every game they've won has been one ugly. Like we saw that Broncos game last week where pretty much it was Russell Wilson who gave up that game with just two of the worst interceptions you're maybe going to see all season. I think there's something here with the Colts and I don't know what happened in that Philadelphia game, but it seems to have broke the Jaguars because remember the Jaguars were coming off that huge victory against the chargers, huge upset pick. They were up 14 to zero on the Eagles. And then the second the Eagles came back from 14 to zero, it's like, since those 14 points the jags haven't been able to do anything Like you said lawrence is in like a funk or something but but
1: he's he's also i mean in week two they beat the colts 24-0 so i don't see yeah but that's
0: that that's that weird thing where the colts haven't won in jacksonville in like eight years or just like one of those weird nfl stats that that's fair So this could be the revenge game where they don't have that weird juju. So I'm just picking the Colts because I trust, I don't trust Matt Ryan, but I trust him more than what we've seen from Trevor Lawrence the past, what, four out of the five weeks this NFL season? That's
1: fair. This this pick, if I get it wrong, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. It's too close. They're both not great. Yeah,
0: this is kind of a pick'em. Uh next up, Casino, your team, the two and three New England Patriots at the two and three Cleveland (laughs) Browns. This one is actually sneaky good. I haven't I have
1: the upset with my team, my New England Patriots winning. Uh it's only a two and a half difference for Cleveland. My thing is Cleveland has shown they they screw the pooch at the end of the game, and Belichick (laughs) is good at the end of the game. So I just – going off of that, I think the teams are pretty even when it comes to skill-wise. But just going off of Cleveland's been breaking down in the fourth and especially in those last five to six minutes, and Belichick exceeds in those last five, six minutes. That's his niche. Um, I do think that New England does pull it off here. Plus, um, I mean, Zappi's playing pretty pretty well, Um, and we got Jacoby Myers back. So that's going to help, and I'm just worried about Jacoby Brissett. I got it right here. Um, I'm talking about both Jacobys now, Um, (laughs) one with the C, one with the K. Uh, But uh, from what I see in Cleveland the last few games, I'm worried about Brissett when it comes to um, when it comes to the finishing off a game. Uh, Plus, Belichick knows Jacoby Brissett and how he plays and knows his weaknesses. I'm yeah. sure Belichick will exploit that. Well, we, um, So that's where I'm going with there, but I think it's going to be a good game. Well, we
0: also fun. saw, so the, the Cleveland Browns are ranked fourth in total offense in the league right now. So they mm-hmm. have the fourth most explosive offense in the league, but does that mean anything against a Patriots team that last week shut out the number one offense in the league that was kind of I wouldn't say the Lions offense is a sham but it's kind of almost not as good as the tape is making it out to be because right. it's led by a Jared Goff type and I mean Jared Goff and Jacoby Brissett kind of cut from the same cloth they're they both are prone to mistakes they look good when they have a clean pocket they look good when they have time is the Patriots defense going to give them time probably not like you're saying uh, Bill Belichick is known, you know, to to know the weaknesses of former players and build game plans to exploit their weaknesses and stuff. But the real thing here is can this Patriots defense stop the hunt and Chubb combo? Do you yeah. think they can stop that running game?
1: Uh I do. As long as uh, we can try to contain them in inside. Cause that was our issue last game is um they kept getting outside on us, but uh, or not last game, two games ago, um against the Packers, is New England just kept letting them go outside, go outside, go outside. So I think if we contain that, we'll all be all good. But I trust uh, I trust New England's run defense over over the Hunt and, and uh, Chubb. and chubby chub
0: so i am picking the browns because that rush defense you're talking about is allowing uh 129 yards per game rushing so i think that they're just going to be able to run it down your team's throat and then just keep it you know just keep building that lead that's fair running the clock out building that time so i never said the run defense is good but i do trust their run defense in this game contain it yes contain it uh, let's go let's move to the next game which is Bengals Saints Saints coming off that uh London game or no they're coming off that game the Taysom Hill game and Cincinnati Bengals trying to rebound from the Sunday night loss to the Ravens two and three Bengals at two and three Saints who you got in this one to see there's
1: another close one but um I'm going to go with the Bengals. I mean, New- or the Saints had a really good game um, last week, but I think you're right where the Bengals are, you know, they're a Super Bowl team. You know, they, and I think, you know, five games, there's week six. I think they're they're going to have it figured out. Um, so that's where I'm going to go with that. I'm calling it nice and easy.
0: Yeah. I think, it's I just think
1: co- it's going to be another close game. I guarantee, but, yeah, I agree. I just,
0: I just think the Bengals just have much more to their team and their offense and identity. And I feel like the, I mean, they're the 13th defense. So their defense is playing above average in the league. And then their offense is the one that kind of needs to step up and click, which T Higgins is the weird or no, it's not T Higgins. It's um, who's the other guy. I'm blanking on his name the um the other wide receiver for the Bengals casino what Uh, is his name uh chase jamar chase i believe he is the one that's injured it's either him or t higgins that keeps going from questionable to out on this game i don't know or i don't really think that'll be a factor in this game this saints defense is actually really damn good they are or maybe not Since last game, I mean, they're not really damn good. They're 17th in the league. Their offense is a giant question mark because Taysom Hill, like we've said, is so hot and cold. He'll have one game where he looks like the best player in the league, and then the next week he'll come out and he'll have 22 yards and there will be like nothing. So I don't trust Jameis Winston. I believe it's still going to be Andy Dalton for this game. He can control the clock and control the game he's a good game manager but i don't think they have enough to beat the Bengals. who this is kind of you talked about uh what is it the jaguars this kind of their last gasp like this feels like the last gasp for the Bengals because if they get three and three it's kind of like okay now we're back at you know square one we can kind of build from this but you go down two four it's basically over so i am picking the Bengals as well Let's move on to a far less interesting game: the Buccaneers and the Steelers. Who you got for this one? Casino Bucks three and two, Steelers one and four. I'm
1: going Bucks. Um, there's too much trouble in Pittsburgh right now. Um, it, it's kind of embarrassing what's going on in in in, in the Steelers organization. Um, yeah, I, I just think the Bucks. Yeah, they have, they have too much
0: talent for the for the Steelers to handle. Well, and I don't see really the only the Steelers only chance is if Kenny Pickett can kind of, you know, get on the right track. But that Steelers defense, I mean, they got absolutely obliterated by the Bills last week, which makes sense because the Bills are the best team, uh, best offense in the league, best team in the league, best quarterback in the league. So that but that defense, I mean, it looked like one of the worst in the league the Steelers surprisingly maybe in contention for worst team in the league which I don't think anybody saw yeah. coming coming into the season especially with Mike Tomlin as the head coach but yeah I think this has I mean potential Brady's,
1: Brady's, um, uh 12 and 3 when he's playing uh, yeah 12 and 3 when he's playing Pittsburgh um, and that's playing good Pittsburgh teams
0: yeah so I just think Brady like there's weird teams Brady just has their number obviously well, their all of it's their style of play and Tomlin plays
1: a certain style of play and Brady knows how to pick that apart yep. so that along with not having you know players of the past I think it's 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 a pretty easy call on what's going to
0: happen here this definitely has potential to be blow out of the week this game uh it's at nine and a half so yeah I mean I would assume oh I would actually probably take that I believe this Bucks team beats them by 10 points or more. That doesn't seem like a stretch. But next up, we have the emerging 3 and 2 San Francisco 49ers at the sneaky fun 2 and 3 Atlanta Falcons who have covered for I believe the last 8 games. So what is this line on this game casino? Uh, plus 5 for Atlanta so minus 5 for San Francisco. <laughs> Atlanta plays teams really close, they're competitive I don't know how. Again, it's that Marcus Mariota effect where everybody likes him. Everybody's a fan of him. But then when you watch the games, you're just like, I don't understand why, but I don't, but I still like him and I still weirdly trust him. The Falcons, again, just fun team to watch. I like their skill positions. I like their skill players. I like their defense, even though it's ranked 27th. They just don't I don't know how they're ranked 27th. They don't seem to give up like the big plays or a lot of offense. And then their offense is 24th. So literally bottom half in both offense and defense. And yet they are competitive in every game they play. I don't know what to make of the Falcons at all. The 49ers look like they're just going to start steamrolling people, especially if they get, they keep having people like this on their schedule. I'm going 49ers in a, again, I don't know blowout, but Maybe they don't cover on this one, casino.
1: That's fair. Um, however, I I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go Falcons. And reason Ooh. being is San Fran has a very banged up secondary. Um, they lost uh, their their starting cornerback with Emmanuel Mosley. Um, also, safety Jimmy Ward uh, broke his hand um, when he came back from his hamstring injury um and uh yeah i just um i i think there's too many injuries going on right now for key spots for san fran um and some of the i mean i don't think we're getting back or the falcons are getting
0: back i don't see it i don't see it um well kyle Pitts oh, is questionable and then their starting linebacker walker is out so cordell patterson is out uh, for Ooh. for the falcons as well that's probably uh, more concerning to me than their wide receiver being out Kyle Pitts I if when you watch Kyle Pitts play you're just like how is this guy not the next ronk right like he just looks like he should be this generational tight end which he was touted as but he's kind of quiet like in his games even in his big games you don't really hear from him you don't really see him right so I mean for some I mean I just have i
1: um i'm just i have a feeling that the falcons are gonna pull this one off i could be totally wrong and this could be my my horrible pick for the week but if i get it right living legend
0: (laughs) but Um, this is just to dive into this real quick kyle pitts so far this year 10 receptions 150 yards first game two for 19 second game two for 19 third five for 87 and the last game was one for 25 like how 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 is he just not just lighting it up i don't understand at all but uh so yeah i'm going 49ers you're going upset pick with the uh San- or with the atlanta falcons next up not. this game who would have thought this would have been a circle at the beginning of the year like this is going to be a good game uh jets be surprising three and two jets at the Maybe struggling three and two Packers will the Packers lose two weeks in a row to a New York team?
1: I'm going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I just, I just, I mean, I so here's the thing the Packers they pretty much kick the AFC's
0: butt at home. Um, that's the that's the one that's kind of making me second guess because I'm also going Jets. But this being at Lambeau, if this was in New York, I would take Jets and whatever points I need to them to win by. But this being in Lambeau, give me reservations. I mean, but also they've. Yes. But the Packers are on their way home from London, England, London. Yeah, you know, that's, Dude, that's so- a lot of time so crazy they are they are not doing the London games where you get your buy after that week like it's weird the Packers or Giants aren't on buys this week
1: yeah so um
0: I yeah I
1: I I think the Jets oddly will pull this off and if not just make it a close game because what have I been saying Rogers. I mean yes he lost to the Giants but again that was on the best Daniel Jones game of his career yeah um
0: also in a weird
1: circumstance with london and yeah but rogers knows how to win games and they were there to win the game they just screwed the pooch at the end of that but you know i wouldn't be shocked if green Bay won. but for obviously but um the jets i think they have a real shot here and i'm gonna go with them i really think their their defense is good
0: well What you may not know is Packers currently have the top five defense in the league, but again, the, the offenses they are playing, I feel like kind of bolsters those numbers. The Jets defense on the other hand is ranked 10th, but ninth and eighth are the Colts and Jaguars. I feel like I take the Jets defense now over both those defenses easily and the packers defense is again you've played the bears you've played the giants you've played, played the patriots. you've played the patriots like offense and the patriots kind of lit that defense up so it's and the vikings obviously destroyed that defense so i don't know if i trust the numbers on the packers defense being top five in the league that definitely doesn't feel top five in the league but the Jets weirdly do have an offense that fee or a defense that feels way better. So maybe this is going to be a more of a defensive struggle than we think it is. Will that motherfucker, that motherfucker, will he step up casino? I don't trust Zach Wilson at all, but Jets offense also also top 12 in the league. They have a good rushing attack. They have weapons on the outside. I don't this I'm going to watch this like my Eagles I'm play Sunday this. night so I'm watching four games at once at all times. This is going to yep. be a fun game to watch. Uh but yeah, I'm going Jets. Give me the Jets. J E T S. Jets, Jets. Jets, Jets. Uh next up a Less fun game because of obviously what's happened with the quarterback situation for the Dolphins, but the four and one Minnesota Vikings at the three and two Miami Dolphins, if Tua wouldn't have gotten hurt, or even if uh uh who's uh Bridgewater hadn't have gotten hurt, I think he is in or no, Skylar Thomas. Is yeah,
1: Skylar Thomas is playing and Bridgewater most likely will be his backup if need be.
0: Uh I if this was Tua. Maybe like the Dolphins would have won that last or the game that Tua got knocked out of. Yeah, a four and one or a potentially, yeah, four and one versus four and one with Tua in it. I feel like this would have been a marquee game, but now it's kind of lost some of its luster. I'm going Vikings just because I think the Vikings are maybe the third, fourth, second best (laughs) team in the NFC. So I think the Dolphins are kind of sliding for kind of reasons out of their, like out of their control just bad luck really but yeah this had real potential a week ago or no like two weeks ago to be yeah marquee game but kind of lost all its luster uh next up we have up if i can go to it the maybe one of the maybe the only legitimately bad game this week that i have no interest in
1: and i'm not gonna be able to I'm not going to be able to watch the New York Jets on Green Bay. It's going to be blocked out in our area. Yeah, uh, go to a go to a bar casino.
0: Bring the I'll baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe the game I'm least in- interested in this week are one and four Carolina Panthers casino. We're the last two on that bandwagon. We have we abandoned three weeks ago at the two and three Los Angeles Rams. Talking about we were never on that wagon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were in disguise. Uh, So, I'm interested to see, what is the line on this game, Casino?
1: Oh, um, sorry. I had gotten out of where I
0: was. Um, Ten. Oh, my God. How is it that high? You also have the the Rams aren't going to have Cam Akers. The Panthers aren't gonna have their head coach Matt Rule. Who is the head coach of this team now? Who's gonna be the interim coach? Have they said it? I literally have not seen one news article being like this person that has been promoted. I'm not I'm not not going and looking
1: in you know into it all, but you know, if it popped up, I would know. But no, I have not.
0: Yeah, I literally have not heard one name. And still when you click, because I'm getting all this from NFL.com, when you click on each game, it gives you like the rundown of like news stories heading into this game. There's 15 news stories here. Not one says coach has been elevated, blah, blah, blah. Interesting though, uh, Baker Mayfield out with an injury. So PJ Walker will be starting and in every start he's had, he is ranked like dead, dead last in every quarterback stat imaginable. So
1: so you're picking Carolina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think this is the, the Rams got embarrassed last week. I don't think the Panthers, I think they're in contention with the Steelers to be maybe shockingly the worst team in the league. And I don't even think it's close. Uh, so I think it's Rams in a blowout. And then everybody starts being like, are the Rams back? Are the Rams back? And it's like, no, they're just playing the worst, maybe the potentially worst team in the NFL.
1: Yeah. So, Rams.
0: Uh, but interesting with the Panthers, how no one seems to give a shit that they don't have a coach or have not announced a coach because literally 15 news articles, not one thing saying offensive or defensive coordinator is now the coach. So, who knows? Uh, the next up, two and three Arizona Cardinals at the two and three Seattle Seahawks. Uh, yeah, Geno Smith versus Kyler Murray. Who you got in this one, Casino?
1: This one's going to be a close one. Um, Man. I I think I'm going to go Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I don't. Cardinals have 18th ranked defense in the league. The Seahawks, I can't even find on this. Oh, the Seahawks have the dead last offense in the league after allowing – what, like 38 points to the Lions or something like that. Like their defense is as bad as Detroit. I don't know, man, but their offense is so fun to watch. It's so, it's so interesting. They have their running back out. So yeah, I'm picking, oops, I'm picking the Cardinals on a rebound against a game that I don't think they could have won at the Eagles, but I definitely think it could have been closer. I think if they go into OT in that game, they still lose. But yeah, I think the Cardinals, I like what I saw from them last week. But again, when you're playing the Eagles defense, like they just make you look a lot worse than you are. We've seen that with the Vikings. We've seen that with uh, the Cardinals last week. So I think the Cardinals can definitely put up points against, I believe they're getting Rondell Moore back or I don't, I can't remember if that's his name, but they're getting, I think it's more back at the wide receiver position. I'm picking the Cardinals, but this is one I'm not confident in at all. And if Seattle won, or this was a shootout or a blowout, I wouldn't be surprised either way. It is going to be a shootout. The total, uh, the over-unders, 15 and a half. Oh my God. That's a lot. I mean, but both these defenses aren't good and both these offenses have potential to be good. So yeah i could see it now the next two games are actually you know what let's skip the next two games because they're going to be the two games of the week let's go to the monday night game first which okay. is the broncos two and three another prime time another primetime game for this fucking broncos team that i feel like i've seen every game of theirs because it's in prime time and every time they are just abysmal, abysmal to watch at the three and two Los Angeles chargers, man, this Broncos, I mean this Broncos defense is actually really good and keeping them in games. They're the third ranked defense in the league. And I mean, when you watch it, no team can move the ball against them. The problem is the Broncos offense is ranked 18th in the league, but they feel so much worse than that. So much like, worse. Ugh, Russell Wilson, I don't trust at all. It just looks like he doesn't want to play football, let alone for the Broncos. Like he does that cheesy shit where he says the "Let's ride" or whatever at ugh. the end of all of his press conferences. I Russell Wilson is just annoying. Like he I don't is. know how else to put it. He's like, but he's not irritating. like Aaron Rodgers, where you're like. That guy annoys the shit out of me, but damn it, he's good on the field. Now it's like Russell Wilson has crossed over to where he's annoying and he also doesn't do anything on the field. So it's like, I don't know what to think about this game, Casino. You know, I'm picking the Chargers literally just out of spite.
1: I'm picking the Chargers because, I mean, they're still a good team. I mean, we've talked <laughs> about it. They're, they're you know, they, they battle injuries, but they're still the better team.
0: Yeah, and that is a thing to watch with the Chargers is they all their or a bunch of their key players are injured and it doesn't look like any of them are coming back anytime soon. So it's kind of like you can see in real time the Chargers just having to readjust their basically entire offense and defense. So their offense is oops, that's the Rams. Their offense is still fifth in the league. And obviously that's Herbert. That's Eckler. Like they have the pieces on offense. I think they're getting Keenan Allen back. They got him back last week or he's coming back this week. Uh, But really on this one, it's the defenses. So the Broncos again are th- top three in the league. The chargers are 23rd in the league. So can this Broncos offense literally put up more than 10 points to beat the chargers? I don't know, but it's going to be interesting to watch just a Herbert against this Broncos defense. But yeah, I'm going Chargers. You're picking Chargers as well? Yeah. So now the two games of the week, the rematch from the playoffs last year that obviously you had the rule change and was a big controversy for Buffalo Bills fans. Four and one Buffalo Bills at Arrowhead, four and one Kansas City Chiefs rematch of the century. Who you got for this one, Casino?
1: I'm going Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo. They were my pick to come out of the AFC. I've got to stick with them. Um, it's going to be one fun game, but yeah, Buffalo.
0: Yeah, I think Buffalo, I mean, is clearly the best team in the NFL right now. Buffalo has second is second in defense, first in offense, like, I don't. I just don't think the Chiefs' defense can stop Josh Allen. Obviously, Mahomes. He has. He's able to spread the ball around. But it's like if Buffalo's number one defense can take out Kelsey, it's like who steps up, right? You have so, Valdez Scantling. You have J, uh, Juju Smith Schuster. You have Mikol. Uh, what's that game? Hardman or whatever. Like I don't know. Just, I don't trust this Chiefs defense. They're 15th in the league. They're average. The offense is obviously Mahomes and Kelsey. And then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has kind of had a resurgence this year, which I don't think a lot of people were expecting. But and this, I just this think... Is gonna,
1: this is going to be a very interesting one because both defenses are pretty injured. I mean, the Bills injury report, they have uh, 15 players. Um the most notable being safety Jordan uh, Jordan Poyer, uh, who sat out last week. Um, also, their cornerback, Christian Benford. Uh, Benford with a broken hand. Um, linebacker stuff, tight end. Uh, but the Chiefs are also thin on defense, uh, where their cornerback, Rashad Fenton, is dealing with a hamstring. Safety, Brian Cook, is concussion protocol. And their defensive tackle, um, uh, Tiershawn uh, Wharton, is out after sharing his ACL on Monday night. Um, so it's kind of like which offense does better. And I I mean, I know Travis Kelsey just had their game, you know, just a crazy game, but they're, you know, they're coming off of uh, um, the short week.
0: Yeah. I mean, and you that, know what?
1: That, 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 that's who just played Monday, right? It was the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, they played against the Raiders. But you know yeah, what's yeah. interesting? So they're, they're coming
0: off on a short week. They have one day less to prepare. So, is What's interesting is Buffalo is the number one offensively. Kansas City is number six. But really, when you look at their stats, the only difference they really have with each other is Buffalo does 440 yards a game. Kansas City does 381 yards a game. But their rushing is within two yards of each other their passing yards per game is like 60 yards difference and then the qbr is within five points and the sacks are dead even like and then they convert bills 56 percent on third down uh chiefs 53 percent and then their time of possession is basically even same with their points per game so they are basically dead even across the board in terms of offense. It's really going to be the defense, and like you said, will the injuries be significant enough, or will Von Miller and that Bills defense be able to stop Mahomes? Obviously, you can't stop him, but you can try to contain him to, you know, not doing Mahomes shit. So I don't know. I just think we have seen buffalo's defense kind of bend don't break when they played the ravens and then just blow out teams that have average offenses but obviously the chiefs don't have an average offense i think this will be the game everybody's watching because this is the two best teams in the afc without question. so yeah i don't know man i don't know i'm picking the bills but if the chiefs win this game which would, would anybody be shocked i don't no. think so no. Uh all right, casino last game, the one that means maybe the most to my entire existence and mood for at least three weeks at this point. The four and one Dallas Cowboys so at the that
1: being said, undefeated. That being said, if you don't hear from us for two and a half weeks,
0: like <laughs> yeah, everybody. uh the four and one Dallas Cowboys at the five and oh, still undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Who you got in this one casino?
1: fly eagles fly
0: ooh, you're picking the eagles, oh yeah, obviously, I have to pick the cowboys to keep my streak alive, so why are you picking the eagles casino
1: dude they're they're they still have again I talked about it every every week they have not shown cracks, yes, they you know teams score on them, it's football it's the n f l but when they, need to, when they need to win the game, they win the game. Um, I, I just think their defense is um, pretty good. I mean, and Dallas's defense, though, they're no joke. Dallas' defense, no joke. I just don't think they have the offense to, to compete with the Eagles' offense.
0: The Cowboys offense currently ranks 27th in the league. The Eagles offense ranks number two. But in terms of defense, the Philadelphia Eagles are fourth in defense. The Cowboys are seventh. And I mean, the Cowboys defense they've played such juggernauts as the tampa bay bucks who were ranked 21st the Bengals, who were ranked 22nd the giants who have ranked 23rd the washington commanders who are ranked 19th and the rams offense which was ranked 26 so i mean they're shutting down all these juggernaut offenses right i mean right. the highest one was the 21st hmm. ranked offense in the think, league
1: i still do think they have a pretty good defense but you're right they're not playing the Philadelphia Eagles offense.
0: Oh, no. I mean, I'm picking the Cowboys because this is the best defense the NFL has ever seen. I mean, I don't know <laughs> if you watch the talk shows, but Dallas is for real. They have a the, uh, top five bottom offense in the league, but their defense casino, it's ranked seventh in the league. Doesn't even matter. It's the best defense that's ever played because it's on the Cowboys and it's coming out of Dallas. I mean, the Eagles, you know, they've played teams where their offense was the Lions were third, the Vikings were 10th, the commanders were 19th, the Jaguars were 13th, and then the Cardinals are fifteenth. So, I mean, and they won all those games against better offenses with their defense, but they don't play in Dallas, the Dallas defense. I mean, Mika, uh, uh, Mika Parsons, he is Lawrence Taylor, right? Put him in the hall of fame. He's the best defensive player in the league because apparently everybody forgot Aaron Donald also plays defense, but Yeah, I mean, they can't be stopped except for their offense who throws for under 100 yards every week and rushes with a washed up Ezekiel Elliott and it doesn't give their clearly better running back the ball with Tony Pollard. But no, this will be a blowout Dallas will win by 45 points because the Eagles are a joke and haven't played anybody compared to Dallas who has played all these Titans and juggernauts so it's clearly the Cowboys. Uh, I don't care what the spread is, Casino, Dallas by a million. You feel better? <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting for that because, of course, every week on every – I mean, obviously, we're the only sports podcast, so I've listened to no sports podcast because there's none other that exists besides this one. But yeah, talk shows. A, yeah, every television talk show, every radio show, just like – dismisses the eagles as if they've been playing fucking uh like jv as if they've been playing unlv football for the past five whoa, weeks whoa whoa!
1: <laughs> my rebels are doing pretty dang i mean good they're actually day. doing pretty good this season yeah they're four and two and the only reason they lost last game is because they couldn't keep the offense on the field because our quarterback had a concussion
0: i mean well they then i i'll pick eastern michigan All right, they it's like they're they've played Eastern Michigan for the past five weeks and the Cowboys every single week have played the dream team of NFL teams like the media and just the sports talk atmosphere in general wants the Cowboys to be good so bad that they just endlessly hype them up and then just try to downplay their opponents. And it's just like, can we stop? Can we stop? Cooper are Rush throws. you saying the media lies for, to us? What? Are you saying the media lies to us? <laughs> it's so, oh God, like just watching these talk shows where everybody's like, yeah, I guess the Eagles are good. But this Dallas defense is some of the best. And it's like, hey, fuckheads, you realize the Eagles have a better defense than the Cowboys and they've played better offenses, right? Like, you know that. Okay. So can we stop with the, and then it's just like the Dallas thing. It's like, they got Mika Parsons, they got Mika Parsons. And then it's just like, okay, so one guy is great, great, great on their defense. What about every other position? What about Trayvon Diggs who literally gives up the most yards of any quarterback in the league, but because he intercepts the ball a lot, we act like he's a good cornerback. He's not
1: He's not. No, because he tries to jump routes. And if he gets it, great. But if he doesn't, touchdown.
0: He's fucking burnt. Like, it's just like, we saw this last year where it's like, well, they keep, like, it's like, yeah, you know why quarterbacks kept throwing at him? Because it's either an 80-yard completion or the ball gets intercepted. Like, that's it. There's no, like, quarterbacks aren't scared of him. I believe in Jalen Hurts. Ugh. I just had to get that out, Casino. It's been, it's been building in my in my uh brain for weeks but that is our week Picks. nfl six predictions the teams that are on a buy this week are the lions the texans the titans and the raiders which segues to what we want to talk about with Devontae adams has he been given a suspension or is it still up in the air for how many games he will be suspended
1: um i haven't heard the any number of suspension but i'm sh- I'm sure there's talks right now of what they're going to give him. I how, seen many,
0: how many games do you think he should be and will be suspended?
1: Um, two or three. I think it has to at least be two. Um, I think
0: so too. I don't get why people are acting like, oh, well, that guy shouldn't have stepped in front of him. Like, what are you talking about? A professional football player on – the monday night football in front of the world literally shoved some dude to the ground and people are just being like well that guy shouldn't have been standing there like well, what are you I mean, talking so about you,
1: so so what a lot of what are things i hear um on uh talk shows and whatnot is they're talking about the guy purposely got in his way because he's looking for a paycheck he was gonna sue fine you know what whatever but the dude still shouldn't be there. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing that. Like you shouldn't get in the way of a professional athlete who just lost because he ran into some like his own player. He's pissed. He's pissed. But I mean, Devonte Adams, he shouldn't shove anybody. You still shove. That's still assault. Yeah. All these, well, people, trying to, all these people trying to defend Devonte Adams. Like, well, you know, he's a pro athlete and he's trying to get into his locker room. And it's like, Go fuck yourself! I don't care. <laughs> this is a freelance reporter. Um, I actually have a, a regular at my my place of business who is a reporter for the Raiders. Like, uh, she actually goes and talks to players and coaches. Um, so she knows who this person was. Um, she didn't give me any backstory on it, but like, she's livid as a reporter. You know, they're just they're trying to do their job. Yes, he was in the wrong spot taking a picture or whatever he was doing.
0: Go around him just go I, around him and or literally like kind of like move him out of right. the way if just to like violently be like get the fuck out of see the way
1: him and you you had your head down or you're looking up and you run or your eyes were closed but you're looking straight and you just ran into him okay that, i mean shit happens but yeah you shoved him you threw him off of you you chucked him you said go home young dude and smack <laughs> your head on the ground he's very lucky that the dude didn't hit his head back on that concrete and mm-hmm. yeah Got a got a 2 out of this.
0: Well, also, really uh really ironic, really funny that the guy who just ran into his own player on the last play of the game, mm-hmm. then immediately goes off the field and almost runs into another person. Literally, like he clearly could have seen if he was just looking forward. So mm-hmm. if I was that guy, I'd be like, uh, we've already seen that Devontae Adams doesn't apparently open his eyes when there's other people around him. So he could have run into me and instead you know, he could have easily avoided me, but we just saw five minutes earlier that he could, he ran into his own players. So I don't know. I don't think the guy should get millions of dollars and no. he's apparently suing for misdemeanor assault, but he should get something because it just, uh, because of a, like a stupidity tax or something like that. Like just dumb, dumb, dumb. But I think so,
1: yeah, two games. I think if it's anything less than two, it's a slap to the face of just, Patrons that are not you know, just just pe- actual people, you know, because that yeah. could be, it's just because he's not a pro athlete or like a super famous
0: reporter, like. But he's still on the field for a reason. It's not like some random fan who jumped out of the stands. Right. And they're whatever, trying like, to say they're like, oh, he was a freelance reporter. And it's like he's still a reporter, and yeah, he's he still, still had there. access to the
1: field. <laughs> it's not like he's a random, you know, uh, TV host guy that's down there. It's just like, hey, man, with with this. He's not barstooling it up and trying to get in people's faces. <laughs> uh. Uh,
0: but now we are going to segue. Do you want to go to NHL or MLB? I will give you the option. Say it again. You want to go to MLB or NHL? Um,
1: let's just go to MLB real quick. That's going to be the longer one. So,
0: Yeah. So we are now in the divisional round, which is... The Phillies are up 1 to 0 on the Braves, the Astros are up 1 to 0 on the Mariners, the Yankees lead the Guardians 4 to or 1 to 0, the Dodgers lead the Padres 1 to 0 and or no. No, no, it's one those one. games have already happened. So, so I'm is, sorry. The the so. Guardians and Yankees are playing right now. They're tied 2 2. The Houston is up 2 to 0 series is tied with the Padres and Dodgers and then the Braves beat the Phillies yesterday.
1: So so everything's 1-1 one, one, and hopefully Cleveland can pull this off. Well, except um, for
0: Houston Mariners. Mariners Astros are the Astros are up two-zero. 0 Uh continue talking about this I got to grab my phone charger. Go for it. Okay. So we saw that great uh kind of I mean is it great – Does is anybody who's not a Houston Astros fan rooting for the Astros because we had that cheating scandal a couple years ago? Uh, so, yeah, when they come back and do something historic like winning 8-7, you know, in the bottom of the nine, blast out, they hit the walk-off, I think it was a 3-1 homer. Yeah,
1: it was can, a 3 run homer.
0: Can you – but my question to you, Casino – and I was kind of like just pontificating to the listening audience is can you really root for the Houston Astros if you're not already a Houston Astros fan because of all the cheating shit a couple years ago like I don't feel like that was a feel-good moment
1: no 100 percent um the Astros if you're a fan of the Astros you were probably losing your shit no no if you're i'm just saying if you're a fan of the astros go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm pulling that out there
0: (laughs) Uh, but man if that was the mariners winning eight seven in that fashion i feel like it would have been a much bigger story that everybody was like talking about and losing their shit about but because it was the astros it just doesn't feel good it just makes you feel like uh, like that's cool and it's historic and it's never happened before but for it to happen to them you're kind of just like Ugh, I don't I don't know man I just don't I feel like the the Astros this whole team's going to be tainted till the last guy who was in that scandal is gone from this team right and then even then it just no no I fully I fully admit that Bonds, Maguire, Sosa, that they cheated on their quest to winning the, you know, the home run titles and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not actively rooting for them, but that doesn't mean I'm also like actively rooting against them because time, right? Like time heals all wounds and all that kind of stuff. The Astros, it's too fresh. It's too, this cheating scandal. It's too, like, I don't have any reverence for this team now because of that
1: right I agree with you it's too it's too too soon yeah it's it's gonna take a couple decades before people like get over it in a sense
0: yeah I don't know uh but as far as all the other series being tied I think really the ones that are surprising me is the Padres beating the Dodgers and then the Braves Mm -hmm. or the Braves Phillies series the the Phillies in general I think are just really surprising to me. They had that really hot start to the season. They kind of had the last two months where they kind of fizzled out. Then they kind of got hot right before the playoffs. And so far in the playoffs, they've looked fantastic. So far I've watched every Phillies game, uh, I'm rooting for the Phillies casino just because of my association to the Sixers and the Eagles. But I really feel like that Padres Dodgers series is just so weird to me. The Dodgers do not look anything like, I feel like people predicted them to be coming into this playoffs.
1: I still think they're going to win it. I think there's, even though, you know, you're right there and yes, they lost a game to the Padres, but
0: but their just pitching not, just has
1: not looked like what it's supposed to be. Well, that's what it always happens for them. But I just think that they have the rest of their assets of the game. I think they're just still too good. Um, yeah.
0: I don't know, man. Uh, the, obviously, we just kind of touched on Houston, but I think the Astros, nobody likes them. The Seattle Mariners, I feel like I was seeing a lot of dark horse picks to go to the to go to the world series, maybe even like the next round and kind of shock the Astros, but I don't know, man. I just think the Astros have just looked like world beaters. They almost look like they're kind of adopting to the, the Eagles mindset of like the, no one likes us. We don't care. And they're kind of just shoving it back in people's face, which will definitely garner them more fans. Uh, I say sarcastically, I just think uh your pick for the Guardians and the Yankees. Do you feel more confident uh with the Guardians after seeing them lose in that first game? But I mean they didn't get like annihilated, they it was a close game for most well, I mean, of it.
1: It's it's still the Yankees. I mean, they're really good. All I said was um, you know, when we talked about it, I just said that the Guardians are a sneaky team. I think that they're they're sneaky good. Um and you can't just overlook them.
0: Like yeah. that's
1: well, so it is bottom of the eighth
0: at the moment and they're tied two, two. So if yeah, they but pull also out two this one
1: on one out um, and uh, you know, the Yankees are at bat. So we shall
0: see. Huh. Yep anyway um but from your from last thing we'll touch on this so far is from your predictions before the start of this playoffs and seeing how it's played out in the wild card and the first couple games in the divisional round has any of your picks changed or are you still saying it's like kind of wait and see
1: it's wait and see but i think the dodgers just keep going i think the dodgers will just keep going and if they get upset by padres Holy hell, yes! <laughs> I mean, I'm not a Padres fan because they have my least favorite player of all time on there, which is Manny Machado. Fuck that little douchebag! <laughs> he ends people's careers, so he, he's a dirty player. Um, so I'm not a fan of him at all. Um, he's a little weasel. <laughs> I hate him more than Altuve, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, both wow. little weasels. Little man that's, syndrome. That's
0: crazy. Your most hated player isn't a Yankees player. That just feels surprising to me because you're obviously a Red Sox fan. So, well, I mean, my my most hated Yankee player of
1: all time is A-Rod. But here's the thing. Almost all Yankee fans hate A-Rod. So
0: it's not special. Dude, and A-Rod, I think (laughs) as much as people hated A-Rod as a player, at least he was a good player. Dude, him in the broadcast booth is nails on a chalkboard he's the fucking worst like how you get caught being a cheater and then are allowed to go into the broadcasting booth and give your thoughts on the sport you knowingly and were like admitted to cheating in is fucking beyond me like that's fucking insane how he's like the face of broadcasting for the mlb as a known cheater as someone who admitted because he still hasn't he has a name everybody wants to God, see the name it's, it's that's yeah. so crazy to me crazy. but I think I really do think even though they just lost uh 3-0 I really think it could be Phillies Dodgers to go to the World Series I don't know just this Braves team is supposed to be it's supposed to be good but I just really haven't seen it I don't know I don't know casino again your Dodgers pick uh, over the Padres I think the Padres have looked good but I I like you. I think the Dodgers kind of kick into gear and kind of roll them. This Phillies Braves, I could see going maybe to what they do five. They do five this round or seven. It's five, uh, right? Se- no, it's no, seven. it's seven. Yeah. So I could see them going seven in this series. I don't know, man. I don't know, but will on Tuesday, I believe they will have played only or two more games in these series. So we'll, talk about that more oh. as it keeps going i just uh,
1: realized before we get to another sport here um you need to pick your eight plus plus
0: two. Oh, that's right so we teased this on the last podcast but then we ran out of time with the nfl uh most people casino as you know do a top 10 best teams in the nfl list i'm not like that right? I'm better than them. We're the only sports podcast, obviously. So I decided to do my top eight plus two list, which is my top eight NFL teams at the moment, plus two list. Let's just go right into it, casino. I'm going to start at number 10 or my two, my two of my one. That's not my top eight. Uh, My number 10 team is the Chargers. Right. We've seen them. They've been decimated by injury, kind of really hasn't slowed them down. We have seen Eckler take over games, and we've still seen even a beat up, even a beat up uh, uh, quarterback whose name I'm blanking on. Who's the Chargers quarterback? Why am I blanking on his name? Herbert. Herbert we've seen even a beat up Herbert still put up numbers they have a top five offense in the league I love them my number one of my top two this might be shocking to you Casito because they're in my division I'm actually picking the Giants that game against the Packers like they play good defense Brian Dable has uh you know just ignited something in this team he seems like a good coach he seems like a fun coach to play with like I don't know, man. And Daniel Jones, he's not great, but he's not bad, but he's not average. He's like above average and doing just enough and like then some to win games. And then Saquon Barkley is on another level. So now we officially get into my top eight, my number eight team. It's the Vikings. And they kind of have that Eagles thing to them, which I like, which is we've seen them win a bunch of different games, a bunch of different ways, which is also... It could be inconsistent, but they're all consistent because they're wins, right? The only game we saw them—they got shut out by an Eagles team that at that point we didn't know how good that Eagles team would be. Now we've seen it, so that loss looks a lot less bad than it was when it happened. Uh, Kirk Cousins, as long as he's not playing in prime time, is a top ten quarterback in this league. I said it. Name ten. Name nine better than him. Uh, next up, my number seven pick. I like the Ravens. Their defense obviously scares me. It's bottom half of the league, but Lamar Jackson, I feel like is still top one or two in the league for MVP voting. He has more touchdowns than most teams have touchdowns combined. So I trust... Lamar Jackson I just think nobody can stop him and they've been trying to for years and he just keeps beating them in different ways so Ravens are number seven number six I mean we talked about it they have the best defense in NFL history Mm -hmm. the Dallas Cowboys at number six their offense obviously scares me but they can still beat people with just that running game Cooper Rush you know Throwing for less than hundred yards can just move the sticks and Cowboys defense looks for real. I mean, they've shut down all those juggernauts. We just talked about this casino uh, My number five. I still think the bucks are a top five team in this league. They've just been hit with the injury bug early, right? We haven't seen uh, Brady with all of his weapons, they're all starting to come back. And now the Bucks look good from last week. They will continue to look good, I think, this week. And maybe they start rolling now that you know the Tom Brady is divorcing his wife. He doesn't have to worry about women getting in the way of winning casino. <laughs> and before games, now the only kiss he will get is from his son, right on the mouth, and it'll be good luck to go you know, start rolling Casino. Next up, my number four is the 49ers. I think now that Jimmy G's in there, they're going to start rolling people. We've already seen it kind of start next week. I think it definitely continues at least the next couple weeks with their schedule. They look like they're getting everybody in place to just go for a run here. And I think with how thin the nfc is they could definitely make another appearance deep into the playoffs my number three team might shock you casino it's my undefeated philadelphia eagles (gasps) i know they just have one of the best offenses, one of the best defenses. They've shut down teams and just made good teams look like bad teams. They've done it every week. Every week, they're finding new and different ways to win. Their running games, really getting on point. And like Casino said, I said, Jalen Hurts is a living God. He's number three on the list. My number two team, the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't trust that defense. I think they're average. I think they might even be below average, but I don't know. I just trust this Chiefs t- t- trust this Chiefs team. We have Mahomes, Kelsey. There's no tight end like in the league since Gronk left. It's basically Kelsey and then a bunch of other people in this league at tight end. But yeah, Mahomes, Kelsey defense. As long as they can be serviceable, uh, apparently Tyree Kill. Wasn't needed in Kansas City because now Mahomes just beat you by Dinkin and Duncan to a bunch of random guys. So he can get it done with anybody. My number one team, top offense in the league, top two defense in the league, the Buffalo Bills. I think they're just rolling people. I don't know what happens this week at Kansas City, but obviously we picked them both to win. But yeah buffalo looks like the best team in the league the best team in the afc eagles 49ers bucks all right there for best team in the nfc do you have any quarrels with my list casino
1: yeah i'm pretty close to it maybe you know a couple things moved but um like i would have the eagles above the chiefs right now um bill still number one um yeah nope oh uh, I have to take this phone call, so...
0: All right, we can pause right there, I and then we'll come back. Yep, bye. All right, we're back. Surprisingly, had to stop the podcast, not for something kid-related. Casino hmm. had a very annoying phone call. I had to refresh my tea. So we're moving on, Casino, to let's go NHL. So far, I've watched both Golden Knights games, both wins um but i am definitely in when it comes to nhl i pretty much only watch my team don't really watch anything else so much like mlb this is not my area of expertise so i'm going to default to you casino what are your takeaways from the first what three four days of the nhl season
1: um uh, kind of standard we're still some of the same juggernauts over the past uh Past few years are still going to be up there. Um, So not too much is changing there. Um, But uh, I think it's
0: going to be a fun and interesting season. Now Um, I have, I will interrupt you for one second to bitch about my two main complaints at the start of the season. One, why are you doing opening night of NHL and you're not having the team that won the Stanley Cup be on opening night? the Colorado uh, Avalanche were on the second night of NHL. And then they did a, maybe this is why they weren't on opening night, that fucking opening segment where they are getting their rings and revealing the banner and doing the player introductions, it felt like it took 45 minutes. Like I was watching that whole thing and I was like, oh my God, can we speed this up? Like, dear Lord, I get that it's a big moment, make it 10 minutes tops and then get to the game. That opening was ridiculously long. And then the opening team matchup, they do have the Knights, the Golden Knights versus the uh, Los Angeles, the Kings. Um, the Kings. Well,
1: actually the, the very first game to open up, I mean, if you want to get real technical, it was Nashville. Well, yeah. and they did
0: the East Coast and West Coast thing. Well, yeah, yeah
1: but I mean, the real start of the season was uh, Nashville, San Jose, but that was overplayed in Prague. Um, they played two games where Nashville swept 2-0. Um, he is came the, home to, I don't know. What I is hate, the NHL doing?
0: I, what are you I doing?
1: Hate, I hate games overseas in any sport. Um, I understand you're trying to, you know, appease, but like, I, I just I just
0: don't get it. We can Um, segue to NFL real quick for one second because that just reminded me. Did you see that report where Roger Goodell wants an entire division in London for teams like expansion? Like that's going to be the next thing he's like pursuing. How in the fuck would that work? That would be, unless they all play each other and then they just have to come over here for like potential playoff games or whatever. Like what a fucking, what a weird weird Uh, like but Hmm. as far as my opening night of NHL rant for the west coast team why are you playing the opening night NHL first off it should have been the Colorado Avalanche right because they obviously won the Stanley Cup you do the whole presentation blah 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 but if you're gonna do Kings Knights why are you doing it in LA instead of doing it in Vegas because the Golden Knights have the best you know, presentation of how to like yeah. open a they, hockey they, game. Like, I mean,
1: they they won the Stanley again this year. uh That's what they call like best pregame
0: opening. Yeah, yeah. They, they won the Stanley again this year. um And I've, I've we've both been to a handful of Golden Knights games. It's oh, fucking yeah. awesome every time you yeah. hear from other fans of other teams being like, "I wish my team did this." It's fucking un. It's un, yeah. uh, debatable that it is the best NHL opening. It is yeah, there's, without there's, question. There's
1: so many times I,
0: I, I do hate when
1: people in the NHL, they're like, oh man, just get to hockey. This isn't hockey. This is showmanship. And it's like, you know what? Fans still enjoy it. What You, yeah. you come to Vegas and you sit there and you're like, oh, go." Oh. It's going to be over the top, but you know what? No, you enjoy it. You're still smiling. I don't give a shit what you say. You enjoy it. It's You're getting a free Las Vegas show, so shut the hell up.
0: Well, it's also what Vegas is, right? Like overindulgence in the spectacle of what you're watching. So that goes for everything here. Why wouldn't it go for... I wish the Raiders did more of the spectacle and kind of like did more of that. But it's also spectacle uh, as compared to the avalanche who are just doing a 45 minute opening where there's no pizzazz it's literally just players looking at banners and you see the rings and you see the stanley cup and it's just like this is all great cut it literally cut it to 10 minutes why are we doing 45 minutes of this but i just don't understand every every sport besides the nhl seems to know how to do opening night and i just feel like the past couple seasons, they've just really boondoggled their fucking opening night. I mean, I like that it's two nights now, but to have the Avalanche on the second night when they just won the Stanley Cup and they're the odds right now to win, they have Avalanche are winning again, uh, followed by the Hurricanes, the Maple Leafs, the Panthers, the Lightning and the Oilers. Do you have any, yeah. any teams you want to throw in that mix casino?
1: Um, yeah, uh, I do, uh flames colorado flames and honestly the knights and that's not being biased i think a lot of people think that we have too here in vegas there's too much um controversy with our goalie and being a new coach and well guess what hey, they're two and 0 oh. oh. they're two and oh the goalie just had a shutout. out yes it was against a bad blackhawks team and we only won one zero but we also beat the kings who i do have making the playoffs um in the first game um so yeah i it I agree and disagree. So we can get into those picks. Um, let's start um, with the Eastern. I know you're not too familiar with hockey. Um, now, So with the Atlantic division, my personal picks uh, coming out of there, you have the Maple Leafs, uh, the Panthers, the Lightning. Um, those are going to be the three that guarantee come out of there. wild card team. Out of that division, I don't think too many. Um, I don't think there's going to be a wild card coming out of that side and if there is uh yeah I don't know uh so that's where I have coming out of the Atlantic in not no particular order um the Metropolitan uh I actually I do have the Canes um I have the Canes I have uh oddly enough um I will not too many people back me on this um But for some reason, I'm liking the New Jersey Devils setup this year, Mm. um, as well as I'm going to go with the Rangers. Um,
0: Also starting 2
1: 0. Yeah, also starting 2 0, the Rangers. Um, Actually, you know what? Mm, No. So it's either the Devils or the Penguins, but Penguins will make a wild card. uh, And I think the Islanders are right there as well. Um, So then moving over to the Western Conference. Coming out of there, Avs, I don't think there's really much that can touch them there. Excuse me. Uh, And then I'll have have the Avs, the Stars. um, Nashville, I can never put my finger on them if they're going to be good or not. Um, So I go Avs, Stars, and even though they lost a couple of veterans and a former Vegas player in Perron, who was their entire scrappiness, um, I think the Blues come out of there um so those are the three for that and then i think one of the strongest divisions in the hockey right now is going to be the western with um a lot of people are picking the oilers to come out i think the oils were started off hot you
0: said the western
1: you mean this uh pacific pacific yes the pacific i think um the oilers are definitely going to start off hot they're a good looking team there's a lot to go for them but the Flames are a sneaky team.
0: Um, Ooh, for, for so, sneaky.
1: Yeah. Um, so I think coming out top of the Pacific will either be the Flames or Oilers. I think Golden Knights get that last third spot guaranteed. Um, and then the Kings pulling into a wild card. The uh, Canucks, uh, Canucks, Ducks, and Sharks, meh. The Canucks may have <laughs> a good push, but they're not that good. But the Sharks and the Ducks, um, they've lost too many players in the Kraken. Who are they? Um, those are going to be kind of my picks Um, I don't see the Avs repeating this year Um, I think coming out of the Western Conference will be a team from the Pacific Um, Golden Knights have always had the Avs number um, and I think the style of play that Bruce Cassidy is now who was the former coach of the Bruins has in Vegas is still going to be able to crush um, or compete very well against the Avs but I do think the team coming out of the Pacific probably into the into the cup would be the Oilers um, as well. And then for the Eastern, um, I know that the lightning kind of slide and go up. they're still really good. And some people are like, how are the lightning going to be able to go back to a cup four years in a row? Well, because they're still a really good team and in hockey that happens. So I do have either the, I want. I really would want to say the Maple Leaves, but the Maple Leaves in the postseason absolutely blow. <laughs> they always screw the pooch. So I would have Oilers, Lightning, um, and I think the Lightning have now passed their chances of winning the Cup again. But again, they've won multiple in the past. Uh, they've won three of, you know, they won three or four. So um, I don't know, three or four. Was it three or four? I believe so. Yeah, because then the Blues was the year before that. Um, anyway, so I think it would become like Oilers, Lightning, Oilers taking the cup this year. That is my NHL pickings. Um, and- obviously, I want the upset and Knights go all the way and win the cup. Woop, 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 woop. But there's some there's some good stacked teams, but and there's too much question mark with uh, what's going on in Vegas, so um, health wise, but these players seem to be healthy after all their surgeries so I think um, I think they'll be able to do it
0: and my NHL prediction is I watch more NHL this season than I ever have just to be able to talk about it on this podcast that's my promise to you casino Uh, last thing on the NHL and then we can move to our last few stories and get out of here is I'm gonna read in order from bottom to top of Odds to win the Stanley Cup. So obviously the six I read are all basically the same. Is there, tell me when there is a legitimate shot for one of these teams to actually maybe make it deep into the playoffs, potential Stanley Cup to see if there's any value here at Casino. Uh, Just say stop when I get to the name. So I'm going to go in order from bottom to top. Coyotes, Blackhawks, Flyers, Kraken, San Jose Sharks, the buffalo sabers montreal canadiens uh, anaheim ducks blue jackets new jersey devils winnipeg jets
1: you think it's devils i think devils are a sneaky pick um i think they're better than people will think i think they're gonna have a pretty okay year um but yeah yeah that's i mean i'm not like that's just one of those that's a dark horse pick
0: yeah that's where i'm at okay continue so uh winnipeg jets Ottawa Senators, Canucks, Red Wings, Stars. Stars. You think Stars is the pick? I think from what you were saying with your playoff predictions, that would be and the I one. Said, I almost
1: stopped you at Canucks.
0: I mean, Canucks are plus five uh five thousand. Dallas Stars are plus forty seven hundred. So not bad there. Just maybe throw a couple shekels on there, but all right casino we have a couple new stories then we'll head out of here I don't really I think college football is the one where it's maybe easiest to predict who ends the season right because they make their own schedules and it's always the top heavy teams just get better every season so this we talked about week six in the NFL being the best It's the best week of football just in terms of games. Week seven in college football also is just a loaded, loaded uh, stack of games. So we have number 10 ranked Penn State at Michigan. I mean, that's – I think Michigan pulls that out, but they always have trouble with Penn State. I don't know about that one. Have you been watching any college football this season, Casino?
1: Not much out of the Rebels.
0: Been too busy so then if you will indulge me in a nhl style uh breakdown compared to casino the real interesting thing is since they started p- playing pay uh paying players i feel like real quickly the college football landscape has become much closer in terms of you know the past couple of years it's been sec and then everybody else right like we've gotten just terrible championship games where it's blowouts between georgia and alabama alabama lsu alabama is always in there and i really think this week they can be beaten and i think they will be beaten that's my upset pick of the week i tennessee, think tennessee right? yeah it's number six ranked tennessee against number three ranked alabama and just i will
1: touch on this though i mean alabama struggles with with quarterbacks that are are, that are mobile and can
0: move and uh tennessee's got only ever been beaten by like star quarterbacks and this guy at tennessee looks like he has all the intangibles to a be a star and b be another one of those quarterbacks that just like beats alabama and you know has like that heisman moment of beating alabama i think he might be the heisman front runner at the moment or at least you know in that top echelon of top three or four five players who can win the Heisman so I think Alabama Tennessee is going to be fantastic I think Penn State Michigan won't necessarily be a big game but it'll mean bigger things in the you know playoff picture I think also the sneaky casino sneaky good pick of or game of the week is number seven USC at number 20 Utah Utah if you see that little ESPN predictor thing they always have, where it's like, blah, 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 percent of people think this team will beat this team. 65% of people last time I saw it think Utah beats USC. So Utah just has the, I guess, the antidote to this USC team. I haven't really been impressed with this USC team, but they're still winning. And then my team uh, in college football has always just been UCLA. So I think they might be the sneaky pick to win the pack 12 pack 10, whatever, however many teams it is now, but they are my sneaky pick to win the pack championship over. What is it? USC, but yeah, just a really good week of college football. It's going to be good. Casino going to be good. Oh, UCLA plays Oregon. So That'll also be a good game. TCU Kansas State also looks to be good. Or no, I believe that's next week. But yeah, just sneaky good week of college football casino. We've covered all the sports, except basketball, which is where we're going to end today's show talking about basketball. We'll do our big NBA preview next week. I love NBA as much as the NFL. So It's going to be going to be good. But the story's coming out of this. We talked about this. How many episodes ago was this? Four or five episodes talking about the Celtics head coach. So it has come out. We were saying on that there's no way in hell you get blackballed by the NBA and fired from your team after taking your team to the finals if it wasn't something huge. Well, we were thinking the worst in terms of like, yeah, it must. We were thinking it was (laughs) something you know illegal or something bad like that but it turns out it was actually awesome and (laughs) every employee's dream of just getting one up on your boss by or I guess if your boss was a chick or a dude you're either banging the husband or you're banging the wife this guy allegedly Banged the Celtics owner's wife, and that is why he was fired and blackballed. And is there a cooler way to get fired from your job, Casino, than banging the multi? I don't know who the Celtics owner is. Probably a multi-millionaire, a billionaire, whatever. By banging your the owner of your team's wife. Is there a cooler way to get fired, Casino?
1: No, it's pretty pretty up there. And that's not me trying to be like you know just. A dude going, yes, yeah, sex, man. No, that's uh that's that's pretty like just on a risky move. Like you're not, I mean, it's just that's risky.
0: <laughs> the, the balls on this guy, like I said, huge. The literal, the literal, uh, huge balls, like man, what a fucking
1: baller move. Yeah, but you know what? You know whose fault it's not, it's not her fault. It's
0: he's got a big old <laughs> Set of balls. So I mean, I don't even know. I haven't even seen what the. I mean, it doesn't matter. What was
1: going through her head at that time, though? Be like, ah, eh, you know, this is just my, you know, my boss's head coach. You know, that could ruin the franchise. You know, by having him go, they just took him
0: to the finals. I'm gonna bang him. <laughs> My God, I really, really hope this story is true and we just don't find out like this was just one of those leak things where they're like, I don't know where you were getting that from. That's not true. but I'm gonna look at the owner's wife right now if she's I hope she's just like some like 80 year old woman who they've been married for like 40 years. but of course she's probably gonna be like a Donald Sterling type thing where it's just some really hot chick with just a the crypt keeper just cuz you yeah. know they love each other it can't be anything for that oh. but dear lord what a fucking turn of events uh Celtics owner's wife her name is Amelia Fazalari. sounds like let's see i don't know The Celtics owner. Eh, I mean, eh, <laughs> maybe we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at eh. But now we go to Lakers and Warriors as our last two stories of the day. Casino, uh, we talked about the Draymond Green punch. Do you want to give an update on the Draymond Green situation?
1: Um
0: you go for it you may know a little bit better well i think he Well, as of i believe yesterday he was allowed back at practice i don't even believe he's been fined or suspended i think hasn't pool
1: and him had like a sit down talk or something yeah
0: they had one of those apparently it was one of those things where it was like oh yeah we're you know we're back to you know speaking terms i apologized all this kind of stuff yada yada so It seems they're putting it behind them, but I really do think Draymond Green has so for so many years been, I don't want to say the backbone, but kind of just like a constant in that uh, Golden State Warriors dynasty, you know, and the Golden State Warriors winning last year, I think surprised a lot of people. He wasn't a factor in that pretty much at all. No, because that was was finally that one
1: where everybody was like Steph's got to prove Steph's got to prove if he is going to be an elite he has to win a championship on his back and he did
0: yeah and he did and I don't think Draymond Green really had anything to do with that championship he obviously had a lot to do with the first three but I really do think they either trade Draymond or maybe even just cut him by the trade deadline just to kind of get that presence out of that locker room you have to well because Jordan Poole's a great six man he's always great coming off the bench he like adds some energy to that Golden State team obviously they need the mix of you know veteran energy with like newer energy and I think the Golden State Warriors could even be better than they were last year this year and just has a potential to you know get a repeat victory or whatever but well yeah and here you know what and and with, with the
1: green situation, like say he does stay, say they, they keep him, like you just give him a smaller contract or whatever. If they don't do well, everybody's gonna be like, Oh, it's because there's no chemistry
0: because there's, yeah, corn- because corn- he corn- messed it up, basically. Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, because you know, I have to pause real quick. All right, so let's finish with the last news story, which is a Russell Westbrook story, which another person who I feel like could just be gone from, you know, the his current team by the trade deadline, but I don't know who would take his contract. I don't know who would really want he him. Can't get rid of him. There's no nobody's gonna want him. now Not So price. It looks like, however, that Russell Westbrook this season will be coming off of the bench. I mean, I think regardless if he's in the starting lineup, if he's on yeah no problem thank you I think regardless of if he's uh what is it in the starting lineup coming off the bench I just think his I think that Lakers team is going to be a dumpster fire I don't think there's really no anything and Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook being on the team or not being on the team is not going to either fix or be a detriment to the Lakers the Lakers are not going to be a good team this season and he's not one of the reasons why I mean, he is obviously, but he's not a major reason why. So I don't know, Casino. I don't know. I think his days as a starter are probably numbered unless it's, you know, like on a bad team where he's just the only thing on that team, if that makes sense. But yeah, anything else to add for there, Casino? Nope. All right. So this has been a longer episode than usual, or at least it feels that way. I think it is longer. Yeah. I think it's a couple of. Uh, We had a lot of ground to cover. We obviously had to end Tuesday early. So yeah, we made up for it on this one. Uh, But yeah, this has been the only sports podcast. That's Casino. This is Will. I will, we will have a full report of game night at Casino's house on next week's episode. We will also do our NBA preview and talk about this past week in the NFL and college football. which both should be great. We'll also follow more along with the playoffs and NHL. So all the sports getting into motion here at Casino. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Adios.